Ah, you've downloaded the podcast, I see. Thanks very much indeed for doing so. Hey, Matt Dyson. Hello there. Um, I want to start the podcast, the bonus material, if I may, by talking about your friend from uni who has an interesting job stateside. Oh, yes, the guy who I saw at a wedding. Before we go any further, it's earmuff time if the kids are around. Yes. This... Consider this a disclaimer because we are going to be talking about stuff that won't be for everybody. If you are squeamish when it comes to Matt Dyson's friends moving to America and having strange jobs involving women, then yeah. this isn't the podcast a, for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why we didn't do it on the actual radio show, uh, no. on, on, on FM or, um, or digital. And I want to try and keep this as PG as we possibly can. Yeah, I can. But yeah. this is just an unbelievable story. Well, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you his job title and then you can probably probably work most of it out from there but so I was, he's he's actually he's one of my you know my mate Danny would do the game week podcast with by the way if you've got if you've got your podcast app open just search for it and uh, subscribe why are you yeah. trying to get people to go to another <laughs> podcast so, during the intro to this so podcast it's Dan's wedding Dan's wedding right it's his old mate congratulations who I, I knew years ago I hadn't seen for a long time I hadn't seen for about um, it must have probably about 10 years since uh, one big New Year's Eve we had out and when him. you last saw him he'd had a, quite a messy breakup he yes. wasn't he, he'd been he'd been treated <laughs> Badly by his partner. He's not listening to this. No, yet. no, no. But yeah, no, no, they, it happens to us up. all. I'm they'd not like. Up, yeah. yeah, and it was and quite was a, a messy man, one for him. And uh, we had a big night out, and he actually started crying on the tube. Well, right? that, I was going to actually avoid saying that he was crying <laughs> on the tube, but <laughs> I'm not going to say his name anyway. But no, yeah, we all cry on the tube at times. It's well, just yeah. overpowering. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, So anyway, and then we didn't see him. We hadn't seen him for years, and we and we saw him for the first time at this wedding, and he seemed fairly normal. Everything was still the same. He did, we did notice he had black nail varnish on, which was quite unusual. Uh, that's fine, yeah, I mean, that's fine, whatever floats your boat. And then when he came to sit down at the table where me, my wife, uh, some of our other friends were sat, and then all the bridesmaids were sat with their other halves, and everyone's doing that like, what do you do for a living then? Just getting to know you chit-chat. Now, can I, sorry to interject here, Matt, <laughs> but one of the things I imagine is when you meet people at a table, they're strangers, you're all exchanging jobs, yeah. you've kind of almost got the top trump. You've always believed you kind of go like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm on the radio. Well, I do yeah. this, I do the Dave Berry show. I do the uh, rock and roll football. Yeah, I'm basically a Game celebrity. Week podcast, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you so you win. You yeah. normally win this conversation. Well, sort of. So there were some other radio people at the table. So it wasn't oh, it wasn't well. I wasn't that confident. Okay, there was like the head of production for Radio One there, and he's much better than right. He's okay. done much better than me. Because <laughs> I last saw him. But anyway, that's by the by. Okay, this guy comes up, sits down. No, what do you do for a living? And he announces the words which everyone's jaws drop when they hear what he does for a living. Now he lives in L.A., where he is an orgasm therapist. <laughs> so many questions. So many questions are flying around the table about what that involves. Yeah, what does that involve? Um, some people saying he is a, 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 it's like a pyramid scheme where they train you up and then... But people pay... Women pay to go and see this guy, right? mm-hmm. and lots of he gets lots of bookings every day. Does he? And he shows them how to get the most out of um, their little alone time. Their alone time, yeah. 
Look at producer Dave's face. <laughs> I know, yeah. He's thinking, why am job? I doing this job? <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he went into great detail about it. So is it. he a male prostitute? <laughs> he does sound like a gigolo. It sounds almost gigolo-esque. But he says they, they don't have a connection because he wears like a, a rubber glove. <laughs> like a, not like a marigold, but like a, a thin rubber glove while he's, while he's showing them the ways. <laughs> and um, Wow, look at, your, look at your... Your mime is all kinds of worrying about. <laughs> he, he puts the glove on, he shows them the ways, and then right. um, and so they don't get they're not as attached to each other as they perhaps would be otherwise. And he does that for a living. Does he earn lots of money? Every out of single that? day he is doing that to people. And earns a, yeah, earns a decent wage. Because there's lots of people that want this to be done to them. Well, I can imagine there are. <laughs> <laughs> it's <What>? bizarre. <laughs> um, and this is where the plot thickens. He has a partner. Yeah. His missus. His wife, yeah. His what is what? They're married, they're married, yeah, they're married. And she does the same job. Yeah, she's also part of the organisation, yeah. (laughs) Which really cuts down on the cost of gloves, I imagine, because obviously they're going to come in pairs. (laughs) That's true, yeah. So you get one glove each. You probably only need one. (laughs) (laughs) I'd imagine. I'm not 100% sure how involved it gets, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, it was quite quite a shocking uh, development, but quite interesting at the same time. Fascinating, well worthy of the bonus material for the podcast. <laughs> this podcast, not the other one you keep plugging. I've noticed you've tried to slip it in again, don't worry about oh, that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. let's stop talking about your mate. <laughs> um, right, here we go. We went to Birmingham big time for Rag and Bone Man. Um, producer Dave was very stingy on the budget. Uh, hilarity ensued. Thanks very much indeed for downloading. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Coming up a little later, your chance to win your way into the incredible gig we're doing this coming Wednesday at Town Hall Birmingham with Rag and Bone Man, which is going to be exciting, Matt. And we are going to be coming live from Birmingham. Yes, in the heart of the West Midlands. This will be the first time we've left the studio and done our yes. show somewhere else. It's going to be exciting, isn't it? It certainly is. Um, how was your weekend? Did you have a good one? Very nice. Yeah, very nice. I was off work all weekend. Went to a wedding. It was lovely. Yeah, marvellous. Yes. So uh, Dan, who you do the Game Week HQ podcast with, got married. Yes, he did indeed. Congratulations! We had a very to good uh, day out. It was a lovely stuff. On Saturday, I saw all the family because my beloved nan turned 96 years of age. Whoa! And she's doing okay, you know. That is impressive. So we all got together for fish and chips. Um, we've been looking forward to this for a long time. It, we only found out on Saturday, as I was unwrapping them, that now my nan doesn't eat chips. Apparently. Oh really? Yeah. So we come over for fish and chips for your birthday. Yes, dear. I'd love to, dear. Fish and chips birthday nan. It just went on and on and yeah. on. I get the chips. Oh no, I don't eat chips, dear. What is she? Gluten intolerant. Absolutely no idea. She's a health freak at 96. (laughs) But here's the thing. This is what I want to talk to everybody about. She came over and she brought her dog with her. Yeah. And that's Benji. Benji, the lovable Shih Tzu. Right. Yeah, okay. He's changed colour. What? His fur has changed colour. His fur. He was blonde. He's been blonde for seven years. Yeah. And now he's a brunette. And Nan's not dying him or anything. No. She wouldn't do that. But he's changed... His face has got... He's now got dark hair. Wow. And I don't know 
what to make of it. I also don't know why I've picked this much from the X-Files theme tune. It's the heart. I know. It's Anyway, let's stop that, shall we? Well, well that's, I mean, people's hair colour does change. I'm not sure. I don't know about dogs. Yeah, but, but it goes grey. I mean, my, that comes my, to no, us all. My but, hair colour, I used to have, like, white blonde hair when I was little. Oh, till I was five. Fit. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Before you meant as a teenager. <laughs> when I was five. When I was five, it started to darken, and then it went brown, and now it's gone, oh, gone grey, obviously. Okay. But, um, maybe this it, is what's all happening. All the seasons in one day. Maybe this is happening <laughs> to the Shih Tzu. Maybe it, it will eventually go grey. I don't know. Well, but, yeah, but why has it gone from blonde to brunette? She has a dog walker, my nan, and I I maybe think the dog walker has replaced Benji. <laughs> just oh, thought because really? Nan's 96, she might just come back with another dog and go, there you go, there's yeah, Benji, yeah, and Nan yeah. wouldn't notice. I'm sure for it. Yeah, maybe something really bad happened and she just thought I was going to get a new one. It's <laughs> just this dog who's now one. living with this older lady in South London just going, oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> Is it the same Benji? Does it react to behave in the same, oh, similar manner? Benji was always pretty chill. This, whoever this brunette strange dog, Right. It seems pretty oh, chilled right. as well. Oh. Nan's still feeding it under the table, so it's got a good life. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, if anyone knows why my Nan's Shih Tzu has changed colour, <laughs> then get in touch. <laughs> yeah. a great way of starting the show. It's wacky, it's fun, it's outrageous. Oh, hold on, I've picked up the Funhouse lyrics again. It's quite simply the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Waiting for... Uh-oh. The Dave Berry Show and Absolute Radio. That's the Chili Peppers, by the way. And as you eagle-eared listeners will know, whenever we play that, we have to have a game of By The Way Whack-A-Day. Um, this comes from... And I thought I was alone in this, but so many of you have got in touch saying that you do exactly the same thing. Anthony Kiedis is clearly making up stuff as he goes along in some of the yeah. lyrics there. He says boot cut He says boot cut at one point. That's just so lazy, <laughs> songwriting-wise. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and the worst cut of Danny in the world. So we have a little game where we just kind of make it up. We take it in turn. Um, it is one all between Matt Dyson and I. I won the first time we did this, and you won the last time, which was a few weeks ago now. Maybe, yeah. maybe even in 2017. Oh, is this the wow, first time we've done year. this in the new well, year? Well, it yeah. could well be. Uh, obviously, we encourage you to play along at home, as always. Matt, are you ready? Well, as ready as a, it's a tough game, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. You're not going to have boot cut either, just because you heard Anthony cut. say or it's any not fair. Other cuts of Jean. Okay, do it. <laughs> here we go. Overload. I'm in the zone right now, just so you know. Here we go. No shoulder dancing today. Game face. Oh. Game face. Oh. Roll mop. Beasting. Tom Hanks. Kumquat. Oh. Grab bag. Flapjack. Fake news. Freestyle. Tramline. <laughs> Bum fluff. <laughs> yum yum. Long johns. Tum tum. <laughs> Bin lid. Dim sum. Tutu. Num num. <laughs> I'd run out of mums. <laughs> num, num. Tum tum. We tum, can't have tum tum either, can tum, we? Tum tum is a brand of uh, antacid tablets. <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> Naturally. I, I, had, I was thinking I was going to go for Tuck Shop. I had that, I had that oh. lined up for next. I was looking forward to doing Tuck Shop. Uh, anyway, that was, by the way, Whackaday. So that is Berry 2. Dyson won. Good start to Thank the year. you. Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on the Dave Berry Show, of course. 
There's two ways we can go with this. <laughs> the first way we can go with this is I can say at the very beginning of the show, I said I was going to say something <laughs> deliberately wrong to see whether you were paying attention out there. And when you texted him, well, that was fantastic. Because, of course, yeah. everybody knows that Little Lies was on Tango in the night course, from around yeah, 1987. Yeah. It wasn't Ten on Rumours. Yeah, which rumors, is on, yeah. which is 41 years old today and one of the biggest selling albums of all time. So that's one route we can go down, or we can just blame producer Amanda. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah. Who's still hiding herself in a scarf <laughs> when I deliberately double-checked. Just, can you definitely tell me, is this definitely on rumours? Yeah. I can't quite remember. Yes, David, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the microphone up. <laughs> Be authoritative. Go of, for it. A lot of people have been texting. One wag on Twitter, on uh, the text machine even says, Dave, is this Noel Gallagher song <laughs> from Rumours 2? Was this on Rumours as well, was it? OK, <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much indeed for all your texts. It is nice to know that you're paying attention. Right, now, let's move on, shall we? Uh, now, whilst this background music does sound a little bit like um, one of the bumbling contestants on The Apprentice has done something wrong, yeah. like Claude just gives them evils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not, actually. It signifies the start of a brand-new feature here on Absolute Radio called Dave Berry is Riddled. Um, this is where I'm going to chuck out a riddle, and if you can answer it... The first five people to do so will win themselves a Dave Berry show car air freshener. Oh. Do we have to do some kind of disclaimer or rumour about these air fresheners, Matt? Because just, they are rather... Uh, they're, they're potent in their scent. Just leave the plastic covering on, I think, leave, is that's yeah. what we're going for. Yeah. It, the very berry smell will last longer and it won't be as intoxicating. If in you have car. any kind of outdoor space, if you're lucky enough to, like, maybe a, a garage or a shed, probably just keep it in there if you will. Yeah, good idea. But this is the first ever Dave Berry is riddled. Turn up your devices. Here we go. Matt, I hope you're playing along with this because you okay. don't know what the riddle is yet. No, I don't. Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters, who was just learning to drive, went down a one-way street in the wrong direction whilst on tour with the band in Mexico, but he didn't break the law. How come? Once again, Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters, who was just learning to drive, went down a one-way street in the wrong direction whilst on tour with his band in Mexico, but he didn't break the law. How come? So, send your answers to that riddle to 81215. That's 81215. The first five people through the correct answer will win themselves an air freshener. Uh, coming up for you next, one of my favourite tracks from Rumours. We've got the day we caught the train. <laughs> we haven't been formally introduced. But he's called Dave Barry. The Dave Barry Show. On Absolute Radio. Well, we've had our first game of Dave Barry is riddled. First five people to answer the riddle correctly get themselves an air freshener. It's nice. It's purple. It's got the show logo on it. Smells pretty strong. Yeah, very, um, very. So here we go. Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters, who was just learning to drive, went down a one-way street in the wrong direction whilst on tour with his band in Mexico. But he did not break the law. How come? Well, we had a phenomenal response to this. Thank you, everybody. You are a clever bunch. He was, of course... Walking. Uh, yes. You're listening to the all-new and totally fantastic Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. So, as announced a little while ago on this very show, Rag and Bowman is set to play a very special gig for Absolute Radio at Town Hall Birmingham, and it's happening this coming Wednesday. And right now, I'm giving away a pair of tickets for you to be in attendance. And that means, well, he's back, everybody. I've enlisted the help of our very own Rag and Bowman. He has once again popped round to a celebrity's house and picked up a load of stuff they don't want anymore. And from the tat that he's got in his bag, if you can guess which celebrity that is, well, that's how you're going to win the 
tickets. Oh, and here he comes now. Hello, Rag and Bone Man. Hello, Rag and Bone. Oh, Rag and Bone. Are you saying Raggy Bone? Oh, Raggy Bone. Raggy Bone. Yeah. Oh, how are you, Mr. Berry, sir? I'm very good, Rag and Bone Man, and how are you? Oh, I've been out there. Hand in the old pavements, Mr. Berry, sir. All on my Jack Jones. Wheeling me old cock sparrow down the field of wheat. And not in a Theresa May kind of way either. All, all my investments have gone down a swanny. The no, old, what happened? Yeah, the old threatening Bitcoin. Oh, oh, I'm sticking yeah. with the stuff. <laughs> I'm sticking with the stuff the everyday folk leave behind from now on. Okay. Where there's muck, there's brass, isn't there, Mr. Berry, sir? <laughs> hey? Uh, y- you've missed Matt Dyson again, you know, oh, Rag and Bone Man, nah. which is a shame. No skin off my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe you've recently popped round to a celebrity's house to look at their muck and hopefully you're going to turn it into brass for That's our listeners. Aim. That's the aim, Mr. Berry, sir, yeah. OK, so uh, let's have a little look in the bag. Wow, it is bulging look at it. this evening. Um, what, what you got in there? Let's have a rummage around. OK. In the old Rag and Bone Man sack, shall we? Right. What? What a blooming heck is this? Wait a minute. Bagpipes? <laughs> Bagpipes, I tell, I tell you. We needn't mull over this too much. That's enough of that. Anyway, let's uh, move on swiftly. What else is in here? What else we got here? Oh, some sausages. Sizzling nicely in the pan, they are. But wait a minute, wait a minute, what there? They're vegetarian sausages. <laughs> <laughs> it's meat-free Monday, and that's what it is. Yeah, I'm always doing that. Me. Uh, I'll have a. I'll have them in a bit. Uh, what's next? Um, oh, what's this? Feels a bit. Feels a bit slimy. This, won't it? What is? It's only a blooming frog. <laughs> Not just one, it would seem. Hang on, there's loads of them. There's loads of them. A whole chorus of them, you might say. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's everything this particular celebrity has left me, but who could it be? Right, OK, so all we've got to do is um, box up all of these frogs and <laughs> turn the cooker off in the studio. Thank you for that, Rag and Bow Man. Uh, it's quite the collection, as always. Can you tell us which famous person our Rag and Bow Man has recently visited on his travels? If you can, then give us a tinkle on the old blower. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. Well, there is a saying in life, well, there is a time to put away childish things. And I feel that maybe it's time for me to put away childish things, but it's very difficult when they release such incredible posters for Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, yes, I saw the trailer. Oh, wow. It's coming on May 25th. Have you seen Lando Calrissian? Oh, I love Lando. He was one of my favourites of the characters, the toy characters as a child, Lando oh. Calrissian. Very stylish character, So wasn't stylish. When I just said his name, Lando Calrissian, producer James through there in the other little studio just gave me a little salute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows what we're talking Everyone's about Everyone's a fan of the but, smooth-talking smuggler. Yeah, they are. And, you know, uh, Donald Glover's going to be playing him in the new movie, and in the poster he is wearing a yellow PVC top, a blue, loosely-tied uh, neck 
neck scarf, mm. a red leather belt, and a cape. <laughs> I am in love. <laughs> I can't. I can't do ever, it though. Have you ever owned a cape? Of course, I've owned a cape, mate. You've known me long enough, so I've owned a cape. <laughs> um, well, no, not a cape, but I've, I've, I've sometimes mafia style just put my coat uh, on my shoulders. Oh yeah, that's sometimes. a good look. Anyway, it's I, a good look leaving a restaurant like that. Yeah. When, I, when I was when I was younger, I mean, we all have these things. There's those people in uh, movies, particularly, and on television, who who inspire you. I remember the two key ones for me was one, I wanted the same haircut as Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. Who? Yeah, I, I went we all to, wanted that. I went hair. to Andrews, the Greek barber in Cholton, <laughs> and, and, and had a picture of Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Because he's hanging onto the back of trucks on a skateboard listening to Huey Lewis oh, in the news. Oh, he's so good, wasn't he? Which Bush just finished his show with. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, weirdly, was Al from Quantum Leap. Oh, what? Oh, not... Time-travelling ladies' man, Al. Oh, yeah. The, Al, the guy... The hologram. The hologram That only guy. Sam could yeah, see yeah, in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a strange one. <laughs> Sam Rockwell, was it? Was that how he played Al? No, was Dean it? Stockwell. Dean Stockwell, sorry. Sam Rockwell's Close. in three billboards it's, out of uh, yes, yes. Missouri. Yes, Sounded Ebbing, very Missouri. similar, though, didn't it? Sounded very similar. Did you have one Sam of these? Sam Rockwell, or? Dean Stockwell. I always get them mixed well, up. Am I, am I alone in this? Or no. What was oh, your one yeah, as a kid? 100%. I, uh, I vividly remember uh, going to the top of my road on my bike, dressed all in black with a helmet. With a, this isn't with about you burgling someone, is it? <laughs> should tell those stories on the air, mate. A visor, a helmet with a visor. Right. And genuinely thinking I was street hawk. <laughs> Street Hawk. Street Hawk was so cool. I, had I mean, he was amazing. <laughs> I had the Street Hawk. Oh, this is. Uh, do I want to tell you this on the radio? What was it? Street Hawk merchandise. I had I, one Christmas. I got the helmet. Yeah. And I got wow. the pajamas, which was the kind of all-in-one biker. Oh, yeah. And I made my I made my mum take a photograph of me in my normal pajamas. Yeah. And then a second photograph of me in the Street Hawk outfit, which we then obviously had to take to the chemist and wait to develop. <laughs> wow. And then when they came back two snappy weeks later. Uh, I yeah. had the before and after of me uh, changing into the street hawk well, costume. Well, that's okay. Well, that's, that's, that's an unusual oh, thing to do. But, oh, yeah. why am I talking about <laughs> But, yeah, street hawk was amazing. Around that time, it was like anyone in the 80s, anyone, there was all these different cool guys on different types of uh, motorised equipment. There's a helicopter one as well, wasn't Airwolf. there? Airwolf. Airwolf, street hawk, night rider. Yeah. Chips on the motorbike. They looked yeah. amazing as well. I wanted to be them. Those shiny outfits. <laughs> so shiny. Oh, shiny, pretty things. I really and they had the most boring job when you look back at it now. Yeah, they were just basically wanting to be a traffic warden. Just traffic cops, yeah. I'm going to pull you over, you've got a tail light out there. Sorry. Why was that so cool? Um, well, let's chuck it out there, shall we? 8.12.15, um, the new Lando Calrissian poster for Solo, A Star Wars Story has made me want to dress like someone from Hollywood for the first time in, like, 30 years. Do it, you should definitely no, do no, it. You know in I mean? Birmingham, tomorrow night, Dave's wearing a cape. <laughs> <laughs> Aside for sore eyes, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. I should listen to my instincts, really, because it seems I'm never, ever going to live down the before and after Street Hawk <laughs> picture that I took <laughs> when I was about, what, eight? Yeah, so unusual that you wanted to get wait two weeks for them to be processed. Yeah, it wasn't like they were just suddenly on like, my mum's phone. She'd go, look, here Fingers you are. Fingers crossed it was a good picture because you didn't know <laughs> well, until two picture. weeks later. <laughs> and then you'd go, right, everyone, everyone, look at this, everyone. Here's me in my normal pajamas, <laughs> like in my civvies. And now look at me. I'm, I'm Street, Street Hawk. <laughs> I am transformed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have told you that. 8, 12, 15 on the text or tweet us at Absolute 
Absolute Radio. We want to know which movie or TV character inspired you as a kid and what lengths you went to. This is, if you just joined us, because um, even though I should know better by now and pack away those childish things, I think I'm definitely going to be dressing as the new Lando Calrissian from Solo, A Star Wars Story. That was a song. And this is another song. On the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, we're coming to you live from Birmingham because tonight is the night that we've been banging on about for some time now is our gig with Rag and Bone Man. I have the last pair of tickets on planet Earth to give away a little later on. But firstly, well, let's say a big thank you to Free Radio who are putting us yeah. up for the night. Uh, breakfast were here this morning. Uh, this is a great place. Everyone's so friendly. It's lovely. And if we're going to take one thing back to London with us, producer Dave, let it be this chair. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is my favourite ever broadcasting position in my long career. Look at this bad boy of a it's chair. A proper old school sort of leather lazy boy style chair, it's, isn't I it? I feel like I'm in Mad Men with this. Yeah. This is just fantastic. I love this. Uh, now, one of the things um, I learned about Matt Dyson on the journey here from Euston train station is, uh, and it shocked me after all the years of known him, is that he refers to chicken nuggets as nugs. <laughs> um, and the, uh, the the text messages were awash with the use of the word nugs uh, as we, we plan to meet at the train station. I, as always, because if anything, I am too organised and I live closer to the station than you. I got there like 40 minutes oh, early. Oh yeah, you were there ridiculously. Uh, tried to use the lounge. Apparently my ticket didn't get me into the first class lounge. Thanks so much for that, producer Dave. Yeah, That's yeah, wonderful. More on that later. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so I was like, well, we're not going to have chicken nuggets out of a bag on the train because, well, there's only one reason we're not 16-year-olds. Well, that's what you said, yeah. You and know, I, I, we're, I, we're not teenagers. We're not going to sit on a train what, with our feet on the seat eating nugs out of a paper bag. <laughs> we're better than that now, Matt. Well, as I said to you at the time on the text, nugs are for life. They're not, you don't have, there's no age limit on the, on the chicken nugget. So uh, I went ahead and I bought them and I smuggled them onto the train and we did eat them. We ate the chicken nuggets. I only got 10 as you said you didn't want any and look who started eating the chicken nuggets like the 16 year old he had about three (laughs) and they were they were amazing well the thing was I said no nugs man we don't want to be teenagers on the train and then you turned up and you had a strawberry milkshake and I thought someone's smuggling nugs Yeah. Someone I know is smuggling yeah, And there yeah. they were, they were brought out on the table. And you're right, I did. I, I went straight for the nugs. I'm proud to be a nuggy smuggler. And they, <laughs> and they were delicious because they were more like the kind of um, the balls you get from the Chinese takeaway. Yes, they were. They were like sweet and sour chicken balls without the sweet and sour sauce. Really nice. Oh, well, I mean, they were delicious. So thank you for them, Matt. I, yes, t- I take see, it all If you'd back. have said, I could have got us 20. We could have got extra have nugs. A chicken feast. What could I say? I was hungry like the wolf. Here's Duran Duran on Absolute Radio. Thank you, thank you. Mr. Chair. He's the here and now. He's Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Where we are coming to you live from Birmingham for our Rag and Bone Man gig, which is happening at Town Hall, Birmingham. And the last pair of tickets will be given away in about an hour's time. And to be in the chance of winning them, you're going to need to make your way to the Broad Street area. Get down there and you'll see something that you are going to absolutely love. And it's your chance to win the last pair of tickets. And it'll be great to put a kind of a face a little later on this evening to one of our winners' names. It really would be. Um, But first, well, obviously, the breakfast show were live from this very studio this morning. Um, and they, as I say, were casting aspersions against our good character uh, when Christian and Richie said this. 
We've been live in Birmingham today. We came up yesterday on the world's slowest train, 13 stops. <laughs> the cheapest is the cheapo train, basically. <laughs> Dave Berry, he's going to be in Birmingham. We pass the mantle over to Dave from four. He's got your last chance rag and bone man tickets. Do you reckon he's on the slow train? No. 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 <laughs> Well, Christian and Richie, it could be further from the truth. I didn't think we were going to be on the slow train. Not the sense of urgency that producer Dave put into the phone calls and the abundance of emails we've had about this. Lads, we need you up there as soon as we can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We need you up there. So uh, we got our tickets. They had the word first written on them, which was really swanky. We were like, ooh, you've got your nugs. You'd snuck your contraband nugs onto the train, which was great. Uh, And then just so uh, Christian and Richie know, uh, like them, we we boarded the train at 12.13 p.m at London Euston. Then we went to Leighton Buzzard. <laughs> we went to Bletchley. Oh, yeah. We went to Milton Keynes Central. We went to Wolverton. <laughs> we went to Northampton. Yeah. We popped through Long Buckby. Long, never even heard of it. We went to Rugby. <laughs> then we saw Coventry. Oh, yeah. Then we saw Tile Hill. Yeah. Then, of course, it's inevitable after Tile Hill, we were going to go to Hampton in Arden. <sighs> Course. Then we waved at Birmingham International, Marston Green, and then eventually, completely out of nugs, we arrived at Birmingham <laughs> New Street. Wow. Where we got a taxi, and our driver was fantastic. We got a black cab from outside, and he was telling us that Town Hall Birmingham is like a fantastic venue. Yeah. It says very few people get to perform there. Yeah, it's quite rare. They spent ages kind of making it look beautiful again. His whole lifetime, apparently, doing it up. Doing the said. refurbishment <laughs> yeah. to it. So it's going to be special, and as I say, coming up a little later on, the final pair of tickets will be one by one of you. you just got to make your way to Broad Street, get down there in about 45 minutes time and right now here's ELO on Absolute Radio Be still my child It's Dave Berry The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio They say that every day is a school day and uh, I learned something new about Matt Dyson. Early this afternoon on the show I was saying that um, I learned that he calls chicken nuggets nugs how long have you called them nugs for, Matt? Uh, it's fairly recent. Yeah, I've adopted the uh, the change of expression. Well, I was saying to you, well, there's no way we can get the train from London Euston all the way here to Birmingham with you scoffing nugs because we're not teenagers. <laughs> yeah, but I got them you anyway. Know, we're grown-ups, but you did. You snuck your contraband nugs onto the train. And they were delicious. And I had three of them, actually, and yeah, they were yeah, you did. unbelievable. But the thing is, is that what was a little bit, for me, where I, where I felt I was being slightly two-faced about the whole thing was at the table next to us when we sat down and I didn't know you had your secret nugs which you would, you'd stuff down your trousers as well which is another strange thing um, the table next to us a, a, lo- a, a lovely couple seemed like a lovely couple but they were really crinkling the bags they were, oh, they yeah. were opening their food bags they were delving their hands in, and I was noisy bag. I was grimacing at the at the noise of the bag, and then the smell of the food wafting into the carriage, and, I, and that's when you got your nugs out. And I thought, well, I can't say anything now, mm. but I did say to you as the train departed Euston that I'm I'm I need to get my chill on a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know whether it's because I'm getting older. I don't know if that's a thing, but but like I've I've got short thrift when it comes to people opening noisy bags. Yeah. And I need to be more centered. I need to be more calm. So these little things. 
are making you very angry. Yeah, and I'm starting to... The, the little whispers I used to say under my breath. Yeah. I've got no control over the fact they're getting louder. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. I'm using profanities in the street. I know, yeah, it's worrying, isn't it? <laughs> it is really worrying. Yeah, it is worrying. Um, so what I'd like to do right now, as part of our regular feature, the middle-sized question, is ask you... What little niggles in life do you just need to let go of? Now, the text number is 81215, or of course, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Because I'm glad, as I say, that I didn't say anything to the couple opening their bag, because it would have been duplicitous of me to do so, because then Matt pulled his nugs out from his trousers. Yeah, you would look like quite the hypocrite. <laughs> I would have looked like quite the hypocrite. So, what little niggles in life do you just need to learn? Just let them go. To let go. Man. Just let, let them, them go. go. That's what I'm trying to do. I want you to come with me on this piece. Journey. A slight pause and Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It is your Wednesday evening and right now we're going to let you just breathe and let those little niggles in life go away. I don't know why I'm dragging you into this. I'm the one who needs to calm down day today. But we I all thought do. we could do it together. You're Come right, on, Matt. Dave. We all need to. We do, man. Um, needless to say, this has been very, very popular. Um, and it's just nice to know that none of us are alone. Let's start with Laura from Bristol, shall we? She says, Dave and Matt, I can't stand people with horses that let them poo all over the pavement <laughs> and then defend it, saying it's all natural because they just eat grass. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian. Does that mean I can take a dump on the street? <laughs> Whoa. As a responsible broadcaster, Laura, I must urge you not to do that. No, please don't. don't. But I don't know what horse owners are, are supposed to do. Do they carry Whoa. around like the little baggies that I have to take with Nan's <laughs> yeah. dog Benji when I go out? Yeah. They have that massive bin bag, <laughs> Just over the shoulder. <laughs> well, maybe they should, yeah. And the bins would have to be quite high up yeah, as well, wouldn't yeah, they, if you just drop it in on horseback? would be massive, yeah. Um, you got any over there, Matt? Uh, yes. Um, fog lights, says Robin in Surrey. Crystal clear. Day or night fog lights. <laughs> yeah, just turn them off. Let man. it go. Let it go. Let it go. You can let fog lights go if Laura from Bristol's not going to have a poo in the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fine. I'm a funeral director, and it still gets me when people call our car a hearst and not a hearse. <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. I'm a runner, uh, says frustrated Tim in Kings oh, Lynn. Tim. Oh, Tim. Uh, I'm a runner and dogs on extendable leads across the path really <laughs> freak me out oh, oh, as they never hold them back. <laughs> they they're like a tripwire. They're like a booby yeah, trap. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're like a little dogs on extendable leads like booby traps to oh, joggers. Just skip over it, man. Let it make go. it part of the exercise. Oh, yeah, let's skip, work those quads. Yeah. Let it go. Let, let it go. go. Uh, hi, Dave and Matt. I need to let it go with people who fill up their cars on the opposite side of the petrol cap. <laughs> Seeing them struggling with the oh, nozzle yeah. Oh, yeah. as they try and get it <laughs> Idiots. inside. It just really, really gets me. <laughs> yeah, Says no. Ryan and Ealing. Ryan, it's, fine. it's their problem. It's let, okay. it, let it go. What, what, what should Ryan do, producer Dave? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> There it go, man. Uh, another one here. It's anonymous, but they say they're constantly irritated by people who sit and jiggle their leg. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I actually sometimes do do that. Yeah, it puts everyone else calming. on edge. It's quite calming. Calming for, the for you, but for it the puts us all on edge. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well, let's let it go anyway. Let's, yeah, learn, let to, it, let let's it, learn to love each other. Let's let that go. Yeah, let it go. Dave and Matt, I must calm down when ex Northern Ireland international Jerry Armstrong is commentating on Spanish football. <laughs> He always says 
he took one too many touches for me. <laughs> or he should have had a shot for me. For me. Jerry, <laughs> he is not doing it for you. He, he's doing it for himself, his manager, his fans, and not, I repeat, not for Jerry Armstrong. <laughs> That's from West Ham Dave. Oh, but let it go, Dave. Let it go. Come on. Dave, let it go. Now, after for this, me, let it go. Just <laughs> Please. After this very calming session on the show, there is, of course, only one band that we could play. Here's Black Sabbath on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. As do our tradespeople to the stars. Get this, Matt. Dave, the company I work for, tarmacked Posh and Beck's driveway and built a tennis court for Timmy Mallet from Thomas in Buckinghamshire. I see that one coming. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy Mallet's got a tennis court. Well, yeah, he made a lot of money back in the day, didn't he? Do you think so? Yeah. Back in the Wacker day. Yeah, back in the Wacker day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he gets money when we do, by the way, Wacker day. Back in the Wacker day. Yeah, he should do, really, shouldn't he? Actually, don't, should keep that quiet. Yeah, let's move on. I wonder if when he plays tennis, when you hit the ball, you have to do a bit of word association before you can return oh, yeah. the ball. And you have to play with a plaster. <laughs> On your chin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and right now, well, we welcome to the show in Beckenham, Gary. Good evening, Gary. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, Gary. Man, it's really lovely having you on the show. Thanks for taking Thank the time you. to talk to us. Uh, let's start, as we always do, at the beginning. Uh, what is your trade, Gary? Well, I was a contracts manager at the time, and I was in the dry lining sort of rendering trade. Okay, so we'll put you down as renderer to the stars? Yeah. Okay, cool. And which star have you applied your trade for? It was Peter Bowles, the actor. Oh, you mean mustachioed English gentleman actor Peter Bowles from To the Man Born? Oh, yes, of course. So, was he there? Did you get to meet him? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And was he as charming in real life as the characters he's portrayed on the screen? Well, I don't actually think he needs to act, Dave, because he is an absolute <laughs> gentleman, very well-spoken, very intelligent. Uh, he's exactly what, what he is on the TV. Oh, I'm pleased. I thought he might have, like, his moustache on, like, a mannequin head, and then he puts no. that on and becomes the gentleman. <laughs> uh, normally, he just sounds like me. Um, so, did you get to hang out with him a little bit? Yes, I did. I uh, I went round his house. We did some... Uh, uh, took, a, took a couple of guys round there to do some snagging on a new build that he'd just moved into. OK. Um, which was just sort of making good some items that he'd flagged up. And then uh, he took me into his garage, because obviously he realised I recognised him. I said to him, are you working currently, uh, Peter? And he said... Uh, uh, yeah, come with me. And he took me into the garage and he said, I'm currently uh, doing some rehearsals for a show in the West End for Harold Pinter. I said, really, Harold Pinter? I had no idea who Harold Pinter was. <laughs> <laughs> we admire your honesty. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. memorabilia and bits and bobs, stuff, posters and stills from oh. sets and things like that of some of his films and shows and that. Well, how wonderful. But, of course, all that remains is the biggest question of all. Yeah. Did mustachioed English gentleman actor Peter Bowles mm-hmm. offer to make you a cup of tea? He did, Dave. Yeah! Yes! It was nice tea as well, was it? 
Yeah, wow. nice. And he even got out a plate from his cupboard and put me a selection of biscuits. So oh, Peter Bowles! He wanted me rummaging around oh, his house. Bowles over. We what? are by that. That's amazing. <laughs> what, what kind of biscuits is he serving up? Oh, I mean, we had a selection. Viscount. We had a selection of Surely. chocolate. No. no. Chocolate biscuits, jammy dodgers oh. and custard cream. Oh, oh wow. This is a fantastic... Bowls. <laughs> Gary, listen. I mean, there's no way we can come near you looking through our memorabilia because, A, we don't have any or, or <laughs> yeah. giving you a, a, a plate of biscuits. Just, just got loads yeah. Of air fresheners. But would you like one of the loads of air fresheners? (laughs) Are you sure? They're quite potent. (laughs) Right, I'm ready for it. Okay, we'll send you one. Thank you for being our trace person to the stars. Give it up for Gary, everyone. Thanks, Gary. Dave Berry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. Where we've received a text to the show. Uh, we are coming to you live from Birmingham. It's come from Lee, uh, who's in Wimbledon, yeah. uh, with an incredible story and then a predicament and then a dilemma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he describes it as a quick food on the train story after we were talking about eating those chicken nuggets earlier. And how I've got to let it go that people eat smelly food on public yes. transport. I need to let it go. On the let incredibly it, let it go. slow train, but that's fine. It was a incredibly <laughs> slow train that stopped everywhere. When your boss fine. doesn't think you're important no enough to invest some money to get you to Birmingham quickly from London. Anyway, <laughs> Lee's story. Lee says there was eight of him and his friends on a trip going out of Euston. Uh, Lee was in charge of the food, one of the others in charge of getting the beer. They fancied a curry, uh, so curry oh, for mate. eight. They ordered curry for eight people from a takeaway round the corner from Euston, which is a very big plan to, to take to, on the train. Yeah, to take on the train. Talk let about smelly let, food. Let I mean, that would have reeked out the carriage. But even though uh, he pre-ordered and a time got very tight for the train, so obviously the curry was taking a long time to come out. There were four of us, he says, legging it down the street to Euston with loads of bags. Of curry, and they only managed to get on the last carriage of the train just in time right. before it departed. The trouble is, the other four were at the front of the train with all the beer. The train pulled out, and it was only then they realised there was no connecting door between the rear four and the front four carriages. Oh, wow. And the first stop was in Stoke. So they had like a, <laughs> From London Euston to Stoke. They had like an hour and a half where there was just curry for eight between four of them and loads of beer between the other four. Wow. So I mean, that's how you can put almost the perfect plans for travelling yeah. and totally screw them up. It's a hot mess, but I'm not sure which carriage I'd rather be on. It's uh, a tough one. So, I, OK, if I'm a passenger, I want to be on the beer carriage because there's no way I could put up with it. Let it go, let it go. Yeah, let it go. I could put up with the smell of curry. Smells, They're smells. just some guys having a bite to eat on their way to Stoke. It's fine. Um, would you rather be on the curry or the beer well, carriage? Well, that's a real banquet. That's like a curry banquet for eight between four of you. It's going to yeah. be amazing. What a feast. But then... You know, if you just drink all the drink, when you get to your destination, you can go and get a curry then, can't you? So I'm thinking maybe the booze carriage. Booze carriage. Producer yeah. Dave. <laughs> booze. Booze. <laughs> Straight away. <No. laughs> just looked up from his laptop. <laughs> booze. Someone say booze. I'll have some. Yeah, I think I'd go with the booze carriage as well. Now. The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. As we celebrate the fact that our sibling station, Absolute Radio 90s, is now national on DAB, let's keep it 1990s theme, shall we? Wicked, wicked. Jungle is massive. Wicked. It is time for your text from the 90s. Uh, while they've been coming in, and thank you for them, as always, they are fantastic. Matt and I were reminiscing about the fact that myself and his brother have got something in common, and we know we're not alone. Um, we collected K-cider bottles. 
and displayed them like ornaments yeah. on shelves Once in our bedroom. You drunk them, obviously, first, and then you kept, saved the bottle for afterwards as an ornament on, on a shelf. Because there was the weird. black one, they looked really cool, but then yeah. there was a green one, and I think there was a bluey, yeah. which was I a real collector's item. there may have been item. some special editions, yeah. I just had this like flashback of looking at them uh, in front of wood chip wallpaper while I had my feet up on a desk playing Mario Kart yeah, yeah, on the Super it. Nintendo. That was the 90s. Yeah. Irresponsible but parenting from I mean, my mum and dad. I'm going to have to call them out here. Yeah, I listened to the show. I was like 14 <laughs> and I was collecting cider bottles. It's like 6.8%, isn't and it? And then just showing off, going, look, I'm <laughs> underage drinking. I'm look doing. at me, I'm, I'm underage drinking. Okay, if you're social about services have come over, we would have been in so much trouble. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But it was a great bottle. I mean, when it came out, when it first came out, the K cider bottle was yeah, quite man. a thing. I mean, I used to just like, I'd be looking at it and I'd be looking at Katie Puckrick hosting The Word. Yeah, oh, yeah. What a great time to be alive. Uh, hi, Dave. Any idea how you get a black cherry Mad Dog 2020 stain out of a thermo colour changing t shirt? Ooh. Asked John in Exeter. Oh, yeah, some wine cooler. We don't drink <laughs> enough wine cooler these days, do we? Hello, lads. Jay here. I've been trying to complete Altered Beast on my Mega Drive oh, all day. Yes, completed it. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Clocked it. Did you, clocked did you say it, mate. Clocked yeah. it, yeah. Clocked <laughs> it, mate. Clock Street Fighter 2. Clocked um, Altered Beast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've just remembered I'm going to Hollywood's in Romford this weekend, niche reference, but uh, so I'm now cleaning my suede wallabies and naff-naff jacket. Peace. Thank you very much indeed, Jay. Uh, Just putting on our kickers and naff-naff puffers before stepping out with a couple of bottles of hooch. That's from Mark and Ryan. Look out, ladies. And they're on their way home. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. On a similar note, uh, Dave and Matt, I've got my Kappa track suit on. Kappa tracky. They were all the rage, weren't they? The two twins, the Kappa twins. Yeah, you don't see much of them anymore, do you? Don't. They got the cap of tracky on, glow sticks, and a bottle of quite frightening white lightning. <laughs> which is why I'm off to Castle Morton for a right old rave up. What wow. was it you said earlier? Well, off air, what was that blush? Was there white lightning oh, blush? We were talking about diamond white. Oh, yeah, diamond yeah, which white. Which was also very popular, bottled, sort of like a cider, wasn't it? I think it was cider. What was the blush angle? Diamond blush had a bit of. <laughs> uh, it was like. A, it had a little bit of pink in it, and it was slightly sweeter. Classy, classy. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much indeed for your text from the 90s. Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it on Absolute Radio. It's the Kings of Leon and Sex on Fire on Absolute Radio. That song came about because Caleb had broken his hand and it was the only chord um, progressions that he could muster at the time. Oh, really? And it turned out to be one of their biggest ever songs. Wow. There's a little fact set for you. <laughs> So, good afternoon, everybody. It's ten minutes past four. We are back from our jaunt with Rag and Bowman in Birmingham, back here in London. Uh, and one thing we've definitely learned, um, when it comes to trains, a number one scrawled on a window does not make a first class. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Does not the first class make it? It doesn't. It does not make it. If that. you flob no. on a window and just draw a one in it, <laughs> yeah. it's not yeah. first class. No, it's really not. No. Not on the slowest service running. So, um, on the way up, um, we encountered... a. Some beautiful places. Yes. Leighton Buzzard is, yeah, might yeah. be where I move next. Well, yeah. Um, on the way back, we took in even more train stations. It was, we thought it, we had the slowest train up there with a two-hour journey to Birmingham. Mm. But uh, the way back from uh, Birmingham New Street to Euston was two hours and 15 minutes. So oh. they, we took in a few new sites. Do you want to hear where we went? I mean... I can't wait. Nothing wrong with these places, but just places we'd never seen before. It's worth stressing if you think Midlands. we're being all la di da here. No. You've got to remember that senior man management needed us to get back here to do this live show as quickly as they could but in order to save a few quid yeah that's I'm talking producer Dave here by the way yeah yeah um we were we, we were, we we were forced service. yeah 
to go to Stetchford. Stetchford. Lee Hall. Oh. Marston Green. Berkswell. <laughs> never, never even heard of these places, let alone been to them. But I mean, what a what a lovely tour of the Midlands it was. Big shout out to Berkswell. Big shout out to Berkswell. We're not dissing Berkswell. you. <laughs> even the the train line app, which I use, uh, even started to mock <laughs> us in a way That's because sorting. it actually said when I was looking at the train times, it said it puts this message on. It goes. Psst, a later train <laughs> arrives before this one. They're basically like, what have your bosses done? Why have they been so tight and put, put you on this slow train, you idiots? You could have just waited and got a faster one. At one Unbelievable. Point, at one point, the uh, the train driver, she came on, she came over the tannoy and we were outside uh, Stratford-upon-Straffenfarg yeah. and, um, <laughs> and we, we, she was honest enough to say we're being held here while oh, a faster yeah. train goes yeah. past us. So not only were we on the slow train, but we waited while the other yeah. train oh, yeah, actually quick. overtook us Let on the hair go past line. the tortoise. Yeah, rubbing salt into our wounds. They're making it, this fast train's making us even slower. It's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I mean, the, the idea of being on rail, on actual rail tracks and oh, having yeah. to pull over effectively. Oh, it's, oh, it's awful. Awful. Anyway, we're back, and as you can see, we're not grumpy about it whatsoever. <laughs> and here he is, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Um, Matt, this day you have made a very powerful enemy. Train line. Oh. They have gone they? passive aggressive well, yeah, on you. Sorry, have they? <laughs> they have gone, sorry, Matt. We've passed your feedback on this feature to our product team, so watch this space. Happy travels from Nicole. Well, good afternoon, Nicole. <sighs> Oh, no, no, I mean, Nicole, I wasn't really complaining about the app. I think it's a good service that they tell you a later train b- arrives before this rubbish slow one you're on. I just think, uh, it, I mean, yeah, I, my complaint was really... Digging a hole on Absolute Radio! Whoever booked the ticket, because we were... Uh, whoever booked the ticket is my problem is with. Producer I haven't, Dave. I haven't had apology from Producer Dave, no. no. But I have from Nicole at Trainline, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. So, okay, so Nicole at Trainline, someone you've never met before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's apologised before Producer yeah. Dave, yeah. Known for like ten uh, years. Outrageous, isn't it? It really is. Um, so we went on this very slow tour of the Midlands thanks to this train ticket. Even though there was a real sense of urgency for us to get back here to London mm. to broadcast yeah, yeah, to yeah. you live yeah. as we are from Golden Square. Um, this is Dave Berry's Great Wayway Journeys of the Midlands coming to ITV this yeah. summer. Oh yeah, I'd um, watch it. Yeah, uh, it's me and Joanna Lumley. <laughs> uh, so um, we we're, we're, some of these stations that they're getting a bit of a bad press, and we don't like that. We want to make sure there's there's a balanced opinion here on the show. Uh, Dave and Matt, we are from Marston Green, and we love Hello. listening to your show. Please say hello to Simon, Jackie, James and Thomas. Well, there you go. Thank you. To be fair to Stetchford, yeah. they've got a great swimming baths. Have Five they? metres deep, if I recall correctly, says Ryan, who tweeted us. Wow. <laughs> I live between Stetchford and Lee Hall. That is a very slow train, says Laura. <laughs> Laura, yes. we stopped at all of these places. Yeah. No one got on or off. No, no. No one. It was like it a was Philip pointless. K. Dick play. It was the most uh, pointless. Short story, rather. Hi, my name is Darren Hughes. I'm from Marston Green, Uh, and I became British, European, and world karate and kickboxing champion. Well done to you, Darren. There we go, from Marston Green. Um, Hi, lads. There are no pros at all for for Stetchford.
Oxford. Uh, it's the pits, the bottom of the pit. Well, it's uh, got a five-metre deep swimming pool, thank you, Steve my friend. Steve in Brum brackets the nice part by Cadbury's. Ooh. That's true, to be fair. Is that like Bourne- part of the world, Bourneville is, is the nice part, yeah. Uh, also, Liam in Rougely says uh, the only good thing about Stetchford is an asbestos removal company called Central Environmental, <laughs> which isn't much of a claim to fame, is it, really? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you where we're neglecting on this journey, mm. uh, Dave Berry's Great Railway Journeys of the Midlands coming on TV this summer, uh, is Berksworld. Yes, Berksworld. Berksworld would be a lovely place. What, what is it called? Berkswell. Berkswell, of course. I mean, we, Sorry, you know, we were there. Uh, yeah. train. Uh, Steve in Solihull says, Berkswell is a lovely place. Mm-hmm. Have a look on Wikipedia. Okay. I have researched into this and I can tell you yeah. it is quite a nice looking village, to be fair. Okay. An historical sort of oldie-worldie village, which actually has its own cheese. Ooh. Berkswell cheese, which is a hard cheese made from ewes milk. Okay. So, you know, quite interesting. We didn't know that yesterday, well, that, did we? No, that's <laughs> fascinating. That's what this show is about. We inform. Um, but enough about that. What about Burke's World? Have you got anything on Burke's World? Burke's World, World <laughs> is a yet-to-be-open theme park based on all the sites <laughs> in the Midlands. Um, OK, keep them coming. 8, 12, 15. Dave Barry, right this instant. On Absolute Radio. It's Journey on Absolute Radio because Matt and I have been on a long, long, boring one through the Midlands. <laughs> Um, no disrespect to the Midlands, absolutely love it there. Had many great nights, oh, days was, and weekends there. It was Matt, great you're from to there. be back in the warm arms of the Midlands yeah. last night, it really was. But as a pe- precursor to my new television show, Dave Berry's Great Railway, Railway Journeys of the Midlands, <laughs> coming soon to ITV, we're talking about some of the kind of lesser-known parts, the places that, because producer Dave is so stingy with the money and the budget here, we were forced to stop at. We Ooh. stopped at 326 different railway stations, <laughs> yeah, yeah. from Birmingham to London New Houston. And no one got on or off at any of no. them. And he was on the phone going, you've got to get back in time to do live show. It's like, why have you put us on this train then? It's taking forever. Um, so um, it's been brilliant. Oh, we have a Stetchford pool update, by the oh, way, great. Matt. great, good. good. Um, there is no five-metre pool anymore, oh, um, no. I report um, regretfully. Oh, uh, there's no. a refurb at Stetchford. Thank you uh, for Laura. About time, yeah. To Laura on Twitter. Hi, Dave and Matt. Uh, Berkswell is a great little village. Yes. It's mentioned in the Doomsday Book. Oh. It got its name. Hank, we're about to learn something, everybody. If you're driving, pull over. We're about to get educational on the yeah. Dave Berry show. A first. Um, it's mentioned in the Doomsday Book. It got its name after a monk called Burke. As your luck. Wow. He visited and built a well. It's a true story. The well is still there to this very oh, that day. that is excellent. Uh, my daughter's boyfriend plays rugby every Saturday for Balsall and Burkeswell RFC. Definitely the more affluent side right. of Birmingham. Yes, it seems Stetchford is not in the affluent side of, Bir- oh. of, of, of Birmingham, it would appear from what people are saying. Okay. We've not been there, so we can't really say for sure. But Niall Malone does say, my grandma lives in Stetchford and she makes the world's best tuna butties. We call them tuna canoes. <laughs> which, is, which is an interesting thing to oh. add to the debate. Also, We were looking for a new name for our band. While we're on Berkswell, one little piece... I've just checked the facts on the whole monk thing. That is all 100% true. Jot that down, save it up for social ammunition in the pub this weekend. One other fact for you about <laughs> Berkswell before we leave this great village. Yeah. The Beastie Boys stayed in the village of Berkswell for two weeks in 1988. <laughs> no Can you believe that? Why? It's blown my mind. They probably got that train. 
The Beastie Boys. They got the train we were on. You've got to... Fo- oh, no, don't worry about it. Leave it. <laughs> they flew in. They flew in and, to, and then they went to Birmingham New Street and then they went out to, to Berkswell. What an incredible amazing. fact from Berkswell. And then there's, there's some amazing piece of work has been sent to us on Twitter via Ashley Yates. It is a certain Cheers, radio Ash. advert uh, which we need to relive right now. Finding you don't know where to go Just one name that you really ought to know Tiles and grout, spreader and your glue Get it all at Stetchford Tiles Stetchford No plane if you call in once You'll have to call again Your one-stop shop before you got the lock Get it all at Stetchford Tiles Get it all at Stetchford Tile. Oh, yes, that was an old uh, radio advert for Stetchford Tile there. Well, that is incredible. I think we will now uh, pull the veil over us uh, dedicating some of the show, a whole hour, in fact, (laughs) to Stetchford, Berkswell, which we now know has got its own cheese, uh, and all these other places. So thank you very much indeed uh, for your texts and tweets. Spare a thought for Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. Earlier on today, I got romanced by Matt Dyson. <laughs> Took me for a... Well, we know, now know we established this yesterday on our trip to Birmingham that Matt calls chicken nuggets nugs. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like... Well, I was casting aspersions against his character by saying, look, Matt, we're not teenagers. We're not going to open up some chicken nugs on the train and be yeah. those kind of, you know, delinquents. No. Uh, and then I tried said nugs, and they were unbelievable. What is the name of that place? Where are they from? <laughs> it's called Prime Burger, right? There's only, they only exist at train stations. Uh, so Euston, King's Cross, and then there's one at the Excel Centre. The nugs are so good. Uh, but I don't know what they do to those nugs, but they are they are something else. Tasty little nugs. Yeah. So when we got off the train at Euston... We had more. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, Matt took me to Prime Burger, and he wined... Well, there was no wine, but he, he dined me uh, with a chicken burger and nugs. And yeah. at one point, and I'd like to add this to a pantheon of some of the most romantic things that have ever been said. Yeah. This is right up there with um, paint me like one of your French girls. Jack in Titanic <laughs> or one of the many quotes from Romeo and Juliet Matt at one point he took a nug out of his mouth just a tiny little bit of saliva between the nug and his lip and he looked at me and he went you wouldn't even know we're in a train station <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like when Harry met Sally it was, <laughs> it was beautiful <laughs> thank you though the nugs are good right now on your radio it's the man Dave Berry Absolute Radio Absolute Radio 90 is now national on DAB and my show will return this evening at 7pm. And right now it is time for another book from the 90s. We've already tackled David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah. Talking about his surname. We've had Martin Clunes talking about having a Cocker Spaniel's tongue in his ear. Very strange, that one. And now we have the official Gladiators annual, 1995. It's another book from the 90s. Is this step for tile? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's a gladiator. Stop talking about... <laughs> is it gladiators? This is a gladiator's yeah, thing, What about Hunter? Oh, yeah. Should we everyone, find out about Hunter? Everyone loved Hunter with his long, flowing, blonde locks, didn't they? Well, that's absolutely right. Shall I read you some quotes from the annual? Please Page 16. Do, please do. Uh, for someone so young, he is so strong. That's from big fan James Scott, who's age six from Epsom. Well, yeah, he's right. So if you were six in 1995, how old are you now? Old. That'll do. Someone work that out. (laughs) Someone work that out for us. And here's a little lesson to everyone out there. You don't need to be good at maths to get into radio. Yeah. He's young and sexy. 
says Anna Simpson, age 12, from King's Lynn. <laughs> What's wrong with Jesus Amanda? Weird, yeah. Move on from that one quickly. She's, she's, she's <laughs> fangirling. <laughs> Hunter Facts. Oh, here we go. Height, six foot three. Oh. Weight. <laughs> Do you fancy Hunter? Solid. <laughs> solid. <laughs> well, it's, just, it's a solid height, isn't it? <laughs> what a way of coming out. I love this. <laughs> six foot three. He's 18 stone. Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear his vital stats? Yes, He's please. drooling over there. <laughs> drooling. Chest. Chest, 51 inches. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> this is the strangest thing we've ever done. It's weird, because the ratings are through the roof. Waist, 33 inches. Wow. That's quite a decent size. Arms. Oh, this is yeah, going to send you all a quiver. Yeah. <laughs> 19 inches. Oh. I think that means bicep as well, not length. <laughs> He'd look really weird if he had 19 inch arms, yeah. um, given that he's six foot three. Um, leg, 28 inches. Wow. Star inside, sign? Inside leg? No. no. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> star that. sign? What star uh, sign do you think is? What would work well with your star sign? I'm Aquarian, but uh, I don't know what I'm, my match is because it's all absolute nonsense. But, um, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me well, what Well, say hello to Mr. Gemini over oh, here. Oh, Gemini, yes. You liking that? The twins. A uh, June sort of time, I think, that birthday, yeah. He, his birthplace is Beverly near Hull. Oh, right, yeah, His yeah. present home, as of 1995, is York. Uh, <laughs> so wow. we've all learned something we've learned that Matt's got the hots for Hunter from Gladiators I that's have. what we've I've learned he had a flashback to the <laughs> first time I saw him yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nice that we can all oh, yeah. share on the show isn't it <laughs> Dave Berry right here and now the Dave Berry show on absolute radio the dice man returns so, Matt the Dice Man Dyson, um, he helps you out with those tough life decisions, big or small, with just a flick of his wrist and his trusty die. Um, before we go any further, Matt, are we having the blue die or the red die today? Uh, well, I think we had Guinevere last time, so we'll probably go for Lancelot today. Lancelot, the OK. Blue dice. Is that, oh, that's the blue one. OK, cool, just so we know. Uh, now, the Dice Man has helped people over the last few months with decisions from what to have for tea, uh, should you go out or stay in tonight, change careers, quitting jobs altogether. We have people leaving the country to travel around Australia. We decided whether someone should have a baby or not. Some serious things have at, been decided. At this point, I should play this. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute radio and bound media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Matt Dyson smells. OK, so we've got that all sorted <laughs> now. That's very good. Um, so, Matt, how are you feeling today? You feel like you're going to change some lives? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, I quite enjoy this. The power. I enjoy the enjoy power. the power, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah, great, yeah. Yeah, OK. So the number is 81215. All you need to do is send us your conundrum... So just tell us what it is and then give us the two options. So, as I say, it can be, are you going to go out tonight? Are you going to stay in? Are you going to have a curry or a Chinese? Are you going to stay at your job, quit your job? He's already rolling. 8, 12, 15. Make sure you include your name so Matt can feel super powerful. Coming up next, we've got the first set of your dilemmas and we've got some prints. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. <gasps> Look, the tosser of destiny has returned. <laughs> Send us your dilemmas. You have been to 8, 12, 15. Thank you very much indeed for them. We hope that Matt can make what's clearly going to be a tricky life decisions for you a whole lot easier. Hello, Dave and Matt. I'm a London cabbie and fellow Cholton Athletic supporter. Hello uh, to you, Lee. We feel your pain, Lee. Yeah, we do. 
um, takeover talks today, oh, though. Yeah, exciting, yeah. Which is exciting. We definitely need a new owner, but I do worry about the fit and proper persons test and yes. just how reliable it is because it's great to have a new owner, but is that person, have they got the club, the community? They have they got shed loads they of money? They check anything. They just look at their bank no, balance. No, they, they really don't. Uh, so anyway, what Lee would like help with is, it, is it time for him as a cabbie for lights off and go home or carry on working? So Lee, evens, you're going home. Odds, you're going to keep on working, my friend. Matt, roll that dice. Here we go. It's a three. It's a three. It's odds. odds. Lee, keep on working, my oh, man. Good yeah. luck out there. Few more jobs. Evening, Dave and Matt. Tonight's drama is, do I have pie, mash and liquor or fish and chips? Yours sincerely, um, Gordon in Chatham. Whoa. Uh, so, even you're having pie, mash and liquor, just, uh, just odds... Don't have any liquor, I would say. Don't like, don't like the liquor. Can we take liquor out of the you equation. Don't like liquor. That party sauce is weird. Just have gravy, man. Come on, surely. When producer Amanda, she just said when you moved to London, it was one of the most frightful things you'd ever seen. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. You didn't know what it was. It's freaked green you out. Stuff? <laughs> that all these cockneys are putting on their potatoes. It's delicious. So even, uh, even you're having pie and mash, or you're having fish and chips. Matt, get rolling. It's a two. It's a two. It's Evens. Evens, Gordon, Pie, Mash and Liquor, Yummy Town. Uh, Matt and Dave, for the Diceman. Oh, hang on. Let me play the disclaimer again very quickly. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute Radio Unbound Media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Matt Dyson smells. Matt and Dave, for the Diceman, do I go and see my solicitor regarding my unfair dismissal or just walk away head held Ooh. high? from yeah. Mark in Plymouth. So, Mark, evens, you're going to get a solicitor involved. Odds, you're walking away. Excellent. Roll that dice, dice, man. It's a one. It's a it's one. Odds. It's odds. You're walking away with your head held oh. high. One more time, a disclaimer, I think. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken yeah. seriously in any way. Absolute Radio Unbound Media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. That dice and smells. Yeah. <laughs> should I buy a new car this weekend? Ooh. It's the right car in every way, but it's white. And my wife doesn't like it from Simon. It's going to get dirty in Windsor. Um, evens, you get in the car. Odds, no car. It's a three. It's a three odds, no car. I had a white car. It's not the best idea, to be honest. And obviously, no. you and your wife, you want to have a harmonious relationship. So, this is probably for the best dice, man. That's good, yeah. Yeah. Dave Berry in all shapes and forms. On Absolute Radio. And right now, as we we hurtle towards the end of the show, it's time to see if our minds are as flabby now as they were at the very beginning of our broadcast. It's time to see if we've learned anything. I've learned that when you get romanced by Matt Dyson, it'll probably be in a train station. <laughs> Hashtag saliva nug. Also, uh, we've learned that this show has set a new world record today. I'm not talking about our frankly colossal listening figures. <laughs> oh, nicely I'm done. talking about the world record for the number of mentions of the Stetchford area of Birmingham <laughs> on a commercial radio show in the UK. Kudos, <laughs> kudos to the listener who sent us a text message that just read Dave Stetchford Berry. And thank At you, your service. Thank you very much for the man who introduced us to this classic. <laughs> Radio advert. You love this, man. I mean, this is. You love this. Just listen to everything about it. Screams 90s radio advert and Stetchford. Here it is. If you want to do some time and you don't know where to go, just one name that you really ought to know. Tiles and grout, spreader and your glue. Get it all at Stetchford Tile. If one small one's packing or plain, if you call in once, you'll have to call again. Your one stop shop, where you got the lock. Get it all at Stetchford Tile. All the time. Get it all at Stetchford Tile. 
excellent. I love that so much. And apparently next to Stetchford Tile, Daniel Hutchins tells me, next to Stetchford Tile, which is still there, uh, there is a chippy, which was ideal after a dunk in Stetchford Baths. So, I mean, We're talking about the chip shop next to Stetchford Tiles. Literally, we've got the highest ratings in the history of this slot on Absolute Radio. And that's why very local info about the Stetchford area. OK, you done? Yes, that's it. Uh, as always... I'm Stetchford out. I'm all Stetchford out. Are you, you, yeah. oh, you're not done, though, are you? Because you're still talking about Stetchford. As always, we don't expect you to have learnt a thing. 